Put on your bathers and bikinis, we've got summer vibes and pool parties this week on the 71th floor. Time to pop the Prosecco. I'm on my way. I'm a global citizen. Blink and you'll miss me. I'm building an emerald empire that'll have you green with envy. Hello and welcome back to the 71th floor. This week we are dipping our toes into the highly chlorinated waters of episode 3 of The Real Housewives of Melbourne season 5. I'm Luke and as always I'm here with Chad and Jacob Bina. Hi dolls. Hello. Hello. How are we doing? Fabulous. Doing so well. The pool is looking pretty crisp and fresh tonight <laughs> up on the 71th I'm, floor. I'm, I'm, I mean, for the listeners, we've transformed the 71th floor into a sort of island pool oasis, swim up bar, everything you could dream of. I'm impressed that we managed to get all this water like shipped up to such a high floor. It's quite a feat of engineering. Yes, it's very exclusive up here. It's it's just us, you know. Yep, just <laughs> dipping our toes in, enjoying the pool island vibes. Um, what are we drinking this week? Well, for me, it's um again on the pals, <laughs> a classic. Bit of a repeat of last week. Um, I'm loving this new flavor, this vodka, mango, pineapple, and soda. Um, very pool party beach vibes. So I think it's quite fitting. Love that. I'm drinking prosecco again. <laughs> And my Kyla Kirkpatrick champagne glasses again. So uh, nothing new, nothing changed. Well, I've mixed up a little bit this week and I'm on a little hard kombucha. Mm. um, Blood orange flavor. It's so gorgeous. It's my new favorite drink at the moment. Just a nice little change from from Prosecco or beer. Very, so very Ponsonby. Where did you pick that from, up from? Um, I did get her from Farrow Fresh Greyland. Mm. Mm. Lovely. That's... Yes. Uh, I, I actually, <laughs> while I was there picking these up, I did see um, New Zealand broadcasting legend JJ Feeney um, okay. picking up a few <laughs> items. So that, that, that was a highlight of my day for sure. Producer Tammy's drinking... Um, beef broth for dinner or for her drink of choice Ooh. this evening she must savory must savory all right <laughs> that is a bit much it's a very summer vibes and um it is humid it is humid as hell in here in auckland like it's hot it's hot 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 here i i wish there was a little pool to to dunk into in my parents' house where I'm recording from. Yes, well, you'll be in Melbourne soon, Luke, and restrictions are finally easing. So the housewives are out and about just like we are. And um, should we get into it? I mean... I think so. You know, we start the episode. um, We've met all the housewives now and Gamble and Angelia off to have a little lunch in South Yarra and just catch up after the drama of last episode where... There was a bit of a misunderstanding about a bit of podcast drama, if we can relate. Mm, absolutely. I love that. I love that there's drama this season sort of based around this like podcast that happened, um, I guess, during promo for kind of the, the first iteration, the first iteration of season five. So I'm just, you know, we can be ambitious and I'm just hoping that the 71th floor will create drama for maybe season six of The Real Housewives of Melbourne. We can have our own drama up here on the 70. We can. Floor. No one's threatened just to quit. Just going to open a drink. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
That totally was not planned at all. I just awkwardly ran out of my dream. Oh no. Um, well, we've got to keep keep hydrated, Tom. <laughs> we need to get into it. Yeah. yeah. Now, I'm a little disappointed we didn't see Screaming Banshee Gamble at this like nice <laughs> South Yarra establishment in the middle of the day, but we got the calm conciliatory gamble. We did, yeah. Um, who is teasing her album. I'm mm. really excited about this. She's teased this a couple times already. So I'm sort of wondering at this point, at what point in the show are we going to get a little uh, like album release party storyline? Oh my god, yes. A little show where she does um, classy live oh. like on for an audience. Yeah. We love Gamble's music. I don't, I'm not as much of a fan as of the other songs as I am of, is it this time? The one she sung on the show? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. That, Love that one. Yeah. Her ballad to Rick Wolf. Wolf Pump. That was such a beautiful moment in the theatre. I love that episode. Gamble does have some lovely emotional moments. And at this lunch, she's speaking with Angelie about how she's doing the exhibition f- for her, her late father's work. And she speaks about her dad passing and it gets quite emotional. And as a um, a nice gamble is such a well-rounded cast member like she goes from crazy and drama and mischief oh, yeah. to like oh we see later with um some of the more emotional stuff that happens in the episode gamble like she's got the range she's got the she range. really does she yeah does. yeah <laughs> no she's fantastic someone else who's showing a little bit of variety is angeli who we find out is also a singer mm. um and can't go too long without dropping another name because she lets us know she did a <laughs> little concert for the queen of england we'll get into it but i'm getting really sick of her in this episode and <laughs> right off the top the names it's a bit much she can sing as well she sung for the queen of england housewives is not about proving who you are it's about who you are on the show so mm. this this was a bit awkward for me when i was watching this i was like gamble was trying to give us this kind of real deep moment um she was giving us this story about her father's art and this exhibition she's putting on but i was looking at angeli and i was like she is just itching to <laughs> I <know>. absolutely <laughs> she was she was literally like dying to just say something about her and then what, two seconds later? Yeah, we're over it. There it is. <laughs> yeah. So we had a touching moment with Gamble at lunch, and then on to another touching moment. We're with Jackie for an ultrasound. Yes, and she's uh, this whole scene was just very emotional, and she has spoken on Twitter that her journey this year is about sharing her IVF story, and this is, I guess, the probably the most emotional and scary part because she's at 12 weeks. She's ready to hear the heartbeats again and she spoke about her miscarriage in the episode just before so Mm. yeah it's really emotional and um, I'm glad that we do hear the heartbeats we get a few little jokes from uh, husband Ben though who's (laughs) said that the the heartbeats sound like an EDM track a bit of doof doof babies get it off the TV I'm not watching that (laughs) they should remix Jackie Gillies hit single shine it up and I can sing a bit for you now if you've never heard it the lyrics You'll, you'll, you'll be able to <laughs> go on. Give me a bit. Belt it out. I go, shine it up. We're going to shine it up. We're going to shine it up. <laughs> shine it up. Shine it up. And it goes, shine it up. Yeah. We're going to shine it up. It's a banger. So maybe um maybe the twins can remix Shine It Up. The heartbeat remix. Giving Gamble and Angelia a run for their yeah, money. She here. actually is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this this nurse, um, this nurse doing the ultrasound, she literally when it 
first went into the scene, you see the side on of this woman, and I was like, that is literally Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> like she, she literally looked exactly it, like. It wasn't her. Gwyneth Paltrow because Angelie wasn't in the room. So. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie is not letting herself have vibes about the genders of the baby. She's going to patiently wait a few more weeks so that the ultrasound can tell her. Gorgeous. But then she mentioned two names. So. Yeah, she's she's obviously got <laughs> names kind of in mind already. It's uh, I, I think she's one of these people who just wants to know every detail about it. She doesn't want any mysteries, but uh, it's unfortunate that the angels this time can't give her a little whisper in the ear and tell her <laughs> what they're going to be. <laughs> they were <laughs> A little earworm. They were homophobic angels last episode, so it's good to know that then that the angels stop at transphobia. They're not going to assume the baby's gender. <laughs> well, it's quite an emotional moment on the housewives, but it doesn't take long to get back to what they do best. And Kyla, Janet, and Cherry are off shopping for Angelie's pool party. And I must just say, it starts with them walking down Chapel Street. It looks gorgeous, as it always does. Oh, yeah. But it's just crazy watching the housewives walk down Chapel Street. I live just off it and I love it. And I was walking with my friend Dylan the other day. It's probably not such a novelty to people in Melbourne, but everywhere I go, I'm like, oh, this is where that Real Housewives moment happened. That's where this Real Housewives moment happened. My favorite is the cafe that's now closed just behind my house where Gina said to Jackie, Mind But that's you? not my grandmother, darling. That's no, a demon. I said... And I just, I think someone needs to make a Real Housewives of Melbourne bus tour where you go around on a bus, past their houses. It's a business idea. We, oh my God. Okay. If you're listening to the podcast, don't take our idea. We we will, uh, we, we need to capitalize on this. If you supply the bus, we'll be on the bus pointing out each location. Yes. And landmark around the city. Yes. And it can have videos playing on the screen we can have a tour guide everyone can drink champagne and we can walk uh, we can drive past the things and give little tidbits so um yeah don't steal that idea the 70 month floor live bus experience yeah (laughs) (laughs) well kyla's pink outfit was something that i didn't love and i might this might be a bit controversial i i can see, see bina her draw has dropped already i Look, it was a bit sort of weird in proportion and in shade, like the you long. You need to snap the fuck out of it! Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> the long blazer, the like Carol Baskin skirt, <laughs> and the big hat, like the hat. That's hat. all. Oh my god, it's all a bit much. The hat. I'm, like, was, I'm sorry. The hat was literally um, Lady Gaga's Joanne. It was. It was the perfect shade of pink. It was. It was cap. I have been thinking that and there is a part where uh, Janet is like, um, I could look at you and say, you know, look at you in your stupid outfit with your stupid hat, but it's not Lady Gaga Joanne anymore. For me, it's, it's, it's giving Kyla, it's giving Kyla good passion. (laughs) It's all hers now. I want a pink hat. I, I did love what Janet was wearing, her vintage Chanel, not a tracksuit. Dude, it's um, a tracksuit. It's giving um, the Navy shit. She's on the Navy ship. Like, it's, I love Cherry it. Cherry said it was a bit of Abba. Mm. That's very, very couture. It was very couture. And Kyla arrives and she says, I want to poke my eye out with a fork because I fucking hate shopping. And Kyla just drops the F-bomb so fucking much. <laughs> First episode. Oh. 
no fucking chip. You got the biggest fucking house in Brighton. Um, she she says the f word at everything. I love it. She's a bit of a potty mouth. Yeah, she is. In the same in the same kind of section, she says, um, she Kyla told Janet that she needed to go a bit more porn star, and then it went straight to a confessional look where she says, "Oh, it's just so fucking." <laughs> so again, like. <laughs> I noticed like quite a quite a lot of sort of jabs and jibes between Kyla and Janet. Like they were they were kind of it was tense. It was tense. Like yeah, it's awkward. Yeah, oh. it was very snipey the way they were with each other and just the expressions. Like I was cracking the fuck up the whole time. It was it was hilarious. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I um I loved the moment where Kyla was suggesting that if their partners bought them more nice shoes that they get a bit more action and um janet was like uh <laughs> my husband already knows uh so mr chemist warehouse is obviously buying up all the shoes for janet <laughs> wait are they married no. oh no not husband oh. sorry oh, i was gonna say did i miss something yeah her boo her boo mr and mrs chemist warehouse well after all that retail therapy i think it's time to check in with simone at her lux for less workshop yes and it's such a nice little scene and a little bit different from something we've seen on housewives before she's with an organization called fitted for work and it's about helping women get back into work and on her instagram and what we've seen from her on the show she's so far been really about showcasing Australian fashion and different looks and different designers. Now she's showing um, this organization. So it, it feels like she's come on the show with a bit of a purpose. And um, I, I quite like seeing that. It's, it's a bit different. She looked like she was having so much fun in this class. Like she was just so friendly. And um, these people look like such a good bunch of people to be around. And it didn't feel very forced either. Yeah. It seemed sometimes you get the housewives doing some sort of. I don't know. You see them kind of in their business endeavors and sometimes it all seems a bit staged. Yeah. I remember last season it was Sally Bloomfield had these little moments with her business partner working on this hotel in Bali and the the little back and forths were just so scripted and awful. I couldn't stand <laughs> them. So it's so nice to see someone sort of doing something in a, in a, you know, playing it up a little bit for the cameras. But you can tell that she genuinely enjoys doing this work and it means a lot to her. So we go to another touching moment and Janet, uh, sorry, Jackie has taken Janet to the park and they're at the Botanical Gardens and Janet says, I've never been here before, which is strange. I mean, surely it might be hard to go to everywhere in Melbourne, but I find it hard to believe she's not been there. But Jackie has brought Janet to the park to tell her some very exciting news. Very exciting news. I kind of do believe that Janet hasn't been there because she was amazed by the pigeons Pigeons on the roof. roof. She was like, look at that. That's amazing. I was like... She was also not dressed for the park. Like, she she had a very kind of glamorous get up and then, like, a puffer jacket over it, which was like, oh. But it doesn't take anything away from the moment. She's there to tell Janet before anyone that she is pregnant with twins and she gives her the uh, ultrasound photos and Janet is just beside herself looking at this it is so heartwarming uh it was the cutest moment it was so, so beautiful yeah 
it took her a, it took her a while to to kind of click what was happening i think i know um, i kind of get that right because my older sister is pregnant and she told me in the same way by sort of just showing me an ultrasound on her phone and it it takes like a minute i was like wait <laughs> oh is that yours <laughs> is that and you it's like i was so confused I, I didn't really know what i was looking at so it can kind of take you by surprise and so i thought it was really cute uh watching Janet go on that journey of realizing what was happening. It was cute. Jackie is, Jackie is just like, you can just tell she is just so over the moon and she's so excited to be telling Gamble, uh, telling Janet about this. And um, it was just, yeah, it was so nice to see. I did watch this. I went back and watched the scene probably about six times because it was just so cute. And I, I think this is probably like my favorite emotional housewife's moment ever because I just, it's so cute. I, I loved this scene. It was adorable. It was gorgeous. Well, from a beautiful friendship to a strained marriage, uh, we're off for date night with Kyla and Kiri in Paran at a French restaurant called Hotel Gitan. It's just on Commercial Road, which is like a main road. Nothing... Nothing to write home about. Just a nice informal setting to talk about your marital problems. Exactly. And I love Kyla's <laughs> look. She's got her half up, half down. Is it giving Ariane? Her wine red fur. She's looking very gorgeous. It was giving Ariane. Um, it's giving Arianka. I thought Kerry was looking very sharp as well. He's like very handsome and has a very like refined look. And his hair, his hair was quaffed. Isn't it funny how both Kiri and Ben, Jackie's husband, both got confessional master interviews this week? Did we need mm, that? Perhaps not. Mm. Well, producer Tammy probably doesn't, probably agrees. She doesn't like those um, Ben Gillies confessionals. This is not the real husbands of Melbourne. Like, no, <laughs> it's it's too much. We don't necessarily need it. But I mean, Kiri is gorgeous to look at and... They have chats about their marital problems. I was finding it hard to pay attention because I was just looking at Kyla's look, to be honest, and she didn't seem that interested either. Yeah, I mean, the root of it is that because they're sort of working together in this business, they're finding it really hard to have the relationship stay strong. And um, I think what they really want is what Chica and Bruce have. <laughs> like, they it's giving they have been that. working together and they have stayed strong together. Um, so, you know, that's that's maybe what they're aspiring to. Wow. <laughs> they turned up separately, so they arrived separately, and then they sit down to talk about how they still live together, how they're still in some sort of relationship, they work together. What on earth could have they been doing that they meant that they still had to arrive separately? And Carrie had obviously been sitting there for some time by the looks of things. So. Kyla's a businesswoman. She's got places to be. She's got prior engagements. They do seem together on social media since filming wraps. So I hope they're doing well. Yeah, they, they look cute. Yeah, best wishes. That's gorgeous. Well, while they order their date night dinner, I think we might take a break and grab a drink. <laughs> Welcome back, girls, to the 71th floor. How are you doing? Oh, fantastic. I've got myself another little kombucha. I'm ready for some gorgeous pool party vibes. The pals are flowing. I'm sure um, 
friend of the pod, Georgia, will be proud. <laughs> yes, it's lovely here, poolside. And we're going straight to Angelie's pool party. She's rented the communal apartment pool on the 30-something floor. Uh, the 71th is high. Not quite as high as the 71th floor. I, I wanted to find out a little bit about this pool, so I looked it up. It's called the Azure Club, and it's on the 33rd floor of the Capitol Grand, um, but it's exclusive for residents of floors 32 and up. Oh. So if you live in ugly little floor 28, don't you fucking dare go up to the Azure Club pools. Not in this life. Absolutely not. This is for... The premium residents only. And Angelie's there sitting up. And the first thing I notice is that she's worn the same heels three times. She's only been in one and a half episodes at this point, And it's not giving, it's not giving me glamour. <laughs> Angelie Rao, you are an outfit repeater. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I, okay. I did love this, uh, sort of this look she was giving at the pool party. She looked like, the richest swan in all the land. <laughs> My first thought was, um, who are all these other people here? Are they are they friends of hers or are they extras? Like, where was our invite? I'm obsessed with this. So, like, when you're filming a party scene or anything, there's no music. You can't play any music because you need clear sound. And no one else can be talking because we need clear audio for all the main cast. So I'm obsessed thinking about these people in the background of all these shots for, and it looked like a very long shoot. Like the sun was setting by the end of it. These people are just standing around, miming to each other while these insane women like talk shit. <laughs> I like it's the funniest thing to me. A lot of them I saw on Instagram were like their assistants or oh, their makeup okay. artists. So it was just like crew pretending to be, well, you know, extras. But um, it it adds to the the whole flair of the scene. Uh, have you guys, I mean, have you guys been an extra on a TV show before? I have absolutely been an extra on Shortland Street. <laughs> what is Shortland Street, Chad? Shortland Street is, uh, it's the longest running TV show. It's like soap. Yeah, it's New Zealand's longest running soap opera. It's 20 over 25 years old that's crazy we had a friend who was um she played a, a quite a significant role in the show and she actually reached out to us because they needed some extras for um like a bar scene or a party scene so almost like the same thing so we were there a couple more of our friends um and it was yeah it really was that it was just sitting at tables kind of miming uh pretending to talk to each other really bizarre but we did make the cut. I think you see me in a blur. I think you see Chad a bit more. Um... They made me make talk with this one guy. Like you say, Bina, it's so awkward because they actually singled me out in the filming because um, they could pick me up on the mic. And I wasn't saying anything. Like I was just moving my lips. And they kept saying, the guy at the back, the guy at the back. Like <laughs> we can hear him. We can hear him. So I feel for these people. And you meant to say rhubarb on repeat? You are. You made me rhubarb, 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 rhubarb to make your mouth look like it's moving. Yeah. Well, maybe they did that at this party. But the other housewives arrive and once again, more strutting down Chapel Street. Um, shots and this time janet's holding a bottle of tequila i i died at this because uh, we too soon, too soon we remember what happened so in season four they did a, a girl's trip to mexico because jackie was launching a tequila brand with ben and they got on the they got on the tequilas and janet uh in the night i we shouldn't laugh it was quite traumatic for her 
fell out of bed and like gashed her eyelid. Um, and we, we got the, um, the incredible scene where she's sort of limping out and says, I'm a bit not right, Jack. I'm a bit not right, Jack. I can't. I can't. Chad is losing it. The tequila was a little bit, um, <laughs> a little bit on the nose, but also, uh, she's got balls. We, I, I feel like this is maybe the time to bring up, uh, our, our cameo we got from Janet, well, that I got from Janet for my birthday that you guys, uh, did in secret. And, uh, this is my favorite, my favorite, uh, part from that clip. And if you have too much tequila, like <laughs> I did in Mexico, I don't know whether or not you're going to recover. And you know what? Happy birthday. Go drown in the pool. Yes. <laughs> it is everything. I am obsessed with that clip. We love Janet Roach. She's she's never failed to um bring the bring the antics five seasons later. So everyone looks gorgeous at the pool party. Simone looks I mean just just quickly, who who was your favorite look? Oh well, Simone, because she showed up from last week, she was in a bob, and now she's back to full Bridget Bardot blowout. Um, what's going on? I literally had the same note. I had 60s bombshell Bridget Bardot. <laughs> I had the same. <laughs> she understood the assignment. Like, she got it so right. I have a note here um, when they're walking to Angelie's apartment. Did Cherry turn up with a hairdryer? It's her gift. No, Simone did. No, Simone had the plant. Oh, I thought Simone had the hairdryer. Was it Cherry? Cherry had a hairdryer in a box. Like a, I don't know, just look like your $20 Remington from Farmers. I don't know. Like. Surely they would have had a little a little uh, Dyson at the Azure Club. <laughs> like, do they not have the amenities there at, at the Capital Grand? Not in this life. Is that something you'd want as a gift? I don't know. I don't think so. No, not unless it's a Dyson. Like, if it's good enough for Gamble's Pomeranians, then it's good enough for me. <laughs> the, the whole thing with Angelie is that, sure, she lives in this gorgeous apartment building, but they're having this pool party on the communal pool level. And I get that this is like the housewife's version of living in an apartment, but what is Angelie's story? Because we're hearing about the yachts and she's interviewed all these people and she's name dropping and they... We get so close in, you know, in this scene to finding out what happened with Angelie and getting, you know, leaving her husband, but then it just goes nowhere. And I'm sorry. It was re- it was really weird. I, I I kind of wondered if I'd sort of zoned out of the episode because yeah, uh, Cherry kind of asked quite abruptly, like, where did everything go wrong? And then we kind of talk about yachts for a minute, and then that's it. So. I, I agree. We're, we're kind of hearing a lot about Angelie, but we're not seeing much, to be honest. Jackie did say um, at this point in um, in like a confessional, I think it was, she said, we don't actually know anything about Angelie apart from her job 10 years ago. Exactly. And that's literally what she keeps referring back to. And this is where in the episode she's starting to annoy me a little bit because we actually are starting to realize that we don't know anything about her. And maybe it's hard in such stark comparison to Jackie, who's sharing such a raw emotional side. Maybe we ex- we are expecting a little bit more from our housewives, but I'm over it. I'm over hearing about Jay-Z. I'm over about hearing Kevin Spacey. The yachts, the maids. Right. And do you know what else they're all a bit over is hearing Kyla tell us about how we're doing champagne wrong. Actually, Hugo, Hugo, if you don't mind. (laughs) Yes, Kyla is that friend that 
snaps at the waiter. <laughs> it's stupid because they were only pouring verve and that definitely comes off a production line. The winemaker is not sitting there laboring over his bottles of verve. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the money you pay is the respect to the winemaker that they care about. Like, <laughs> like I love her, but she must be a nightmare to invite over for like a girl's drink <laughs> because she has a fucking issue with everything when it comes to champagne. You couldn't invite her over for anything less than champagne. You couldn't have Prosecco. You, I don't know. You can't even hold the bottle incorrectly. She's, um... How about, how about some water, Kyla? <laughs> how about some... <laughs> That's all you're getting at my house. <laughs> yes. Oh, dear. Well, you know, we were talking about maybe not knowing enough about Angelie, but Simone gives us a little glimpse into a bit more about her life, and she speaks about her struggles with her love life. And it does seem that at the time of filming that um, the breakdown in her said relationship is um, is still recent. It's fresh, yeah. It seems really recent. Um, mm. I really liked this this moment. It was sort of one of the um, one of the first times that we've really seen uh, Simone kind of bond with the other girls about um, something really personal and. She was kind of talking about how she's, you know, she's single, but she really wants to meet someone who'll give her that fairy tale ending. I kind of relate, you know, I'm sort of still waiting for my fairy tale ending. Um, might be a different fairy tale, might be Shrek too, but that's fine. <laughs> I still want it. <laughs> yeah, it's still a fairy tale, but I have been thinking about this and just recently on social media, Courtney Kardashian just got um, engaged to Travis Barker and like they're... I mean, Courtney's not that old and neither is Travis, but, you know, that's something that's happened after they've both had children and they've both had multiple partners and serious relationships. So I think Simone's, yeah, she's had a, she's had her children and she's had a, a long-term relationship and she thought she'd get married. But, you know, it, it can happen at any, any time. You, it doesn't have to be... And I think people are a little bit too hard on themselves when it comes to this kind of things. And it just, it could happen a bit later on. You never mm. know. And it, well, it sounds like Janet and Jackie are really keen to to get in there and help her, help her meet the one. Yeah, well, it happened for Janet because she's met her chemist warehouse man and she's 62. So you never know when it's going to happen. I just, I just feel like it's like when... Um, a lot of these people f- try and force something like this to happen and then it's never going to happen. Like I- I'm a strong believer in that, that it's, it'll happen naturally. Everything will fall in place and it'll probably happen when you least expect it. I don't know, but people like, I don't know. Yeah. If you're forcing it upon mm. yourself, then exactly. maybe it's not going to, maybe we're going to end up like Hyla and, and Kerry. If you had to have one of the real housewives as your wing woman to help you find someone, who do you think, who do you think you'd want? Kyla. <laughs> not a question Simone Simone why Simone I feel like I can relate to Simone like I feel like we're the type of person that at the party will be the drunkest um we're the like I don't know yeah oh see for me for me a hundred percent Gamble I think Gamble would sniff out a gay should should know exactly should know exactly like what your type is and she would just be like so um, should should have no fear going to like talk to someone some stranger in a club so definitely got to be a gamble absolutely Simone did say why would anyone want to marry me and it was quite emotional watching that insecurity of hers because like same girl same mm. it's 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 like a very I don't know it's a thought to have and you start to doubt yourself and 
I don't know, someone as, even as someone as pretty as Simone and maybe someone that appears perfect from the outside, everyone still has these thoughts that plague them and it's hard for everyone. So it's, it's, I like these little emotional moments on the Real Housewives because I can relate. She did, she did lean into them and both and say that um, she told Jackie and Janet to her face that they were the, they were her faves. So it was a nice note. Yeah, I I love that. (laughs) Uh, And then, and then we get right into tequila shots. I love, I love the kind of quick 180s that we're doing this episode with the, the emotional moments, but now we're, taking shots and then it gets more unhinged because gamble and angeli have a note off and i think this is the most unhinged part of the episode because i was absolutely losing it but not because it was sort of particularly funny in its own right but because this is all i could think about was this vine it's exactly that the, the woman the woman beating the bus door trying to get in wailing that's all I could think about while I was watching gamble and Angeli like howling at the top of their voices in in this like pool with all these all these extras sitting silently at the back who did who did you two think um did it best oh, neither of them told <laughs> come on gotta give me an answer tell me I think Angeli did better gamble I don't know if she was being serious or not but Angeli managed to hit some sort of note in there at some point. It's kind of like that moment though, where like you're singing happy birthday and there's the like one singer in the group who has to give it some runs. Mm. Like, I don't, uh, you, you sounded good, but I don't actually want to hear it right now. Yeah. And we all know that one person that sort of thinks they can sing and they sort of go off with, uh, they make up notes when you sing along to songs. I mean, I'm guilty of doing it, but some people take it further than others. But girls, maybe if we just, if everyone just wants to lean back from their mic a little bit, we can have a note off. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think. Um, I'll be sitting out of this one. Look, you start us up. This is going to wake up my my whole house. (laughs) (laughs) If you've got dogs, we're so sorry. Okay, Chad, give us a note. Oh my god, I can't. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> okay, here we go. Oh, we sound gorgeous. We sound amazing. <laughs> it's 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 so funny. Like um, the official Real Housewives of Melbourne Instagram posted like a little poll, and you could choose Gamble and Angeli. Last time I checked, it's probably I don't know the episode yet, almost a day ago. Gamble was at seventy three percent of the votes, and Angeli was at twenty seven. So I, I don't <laughs> necessarily know that Gamble was the best, but maybe from the viewers we're seeing a bit of. I don't know. Mm, favoritism, yeah. maybe. Mm, I think yeah. I did. I was perusing on our Instagram, 71th floor, and I might have hit Gamble when I was looking through the stories. I so definitely <laughs> hit Gamble. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, also on Twitter, on the 71th floor, and on TikTok, 71th floor. The concierge has arrived with a big bunch of balloons and a couple of mysterious boxes, which are handed out, and I loved how instantly... Uh, Gamble was just so suspicious of this box. She's like, why are you giving it to me? What's going to happen? Like, is this punishment for something? But they opened the boxes and inside were Jackie's sonograms and it was just the most incredible eruption of joy. I really loved this moment. 
Um, the tears were flowing. The girls were screaming. Like, incredible. And she invites them to a baby moon. What the fuck is a baby moon? <laughs> I've never heard that. It's one of those... Go. I was just saying, it's one of those sponsored trips that we spoke about last week to Far North Queensland. Yes, yes, but what is a baby moon? They're it's just making things yeah, up it's now. It's It's, you know, it's just a nice little start of the pregnancy thing. So I think it's, you know, a nice little excuse for a trip away. Mm, well, before they go on the baby moon, which we see in this episode, they decide to have one more unhinged moment at the pool party <laughs> with a swan race. That was hilarious. The girls decide to have a swan race. They challenge Simone and Gamble to a swan race in the pool on giant inflatables. And it's, it's, it is what it is. But I think the highlight of the scene for me was Gamble sort of swimming around oh. carelessly when, when all, all was said and done. <laughs> she was giving H2O just add water. She was giving Cleo. She was giving all of that. I loved it. She was just living her best life. She was just... That moment was so funny. And I don't know if you saw, Kyla actually posted a behind the scenes video on her Instagram. Yes. And Gamble's literally, she just looks so peaceful, like floating in and out of the water up and down like not a care in the world no absolutely not she's got her full look on still like she kept a little Mm. she was not afraid to get her hair wet unlike simone who was very very careful she did not want to let rachel the stylist down because she had to keep that high and dry exactly big respect for that Mm. wow girls we're almost we need to get ready to go off on the baby moon so let's go take a quick break Oh, yep. I've got to go pack. (laughs) Shine it up. We're going to shine it up. We're going to shine it up. Welcome back to the 71 floor. We're still shine, shine, shining. And we're off on Jackie's baby moon. And we're getting ready to go on Jackie's baby moon. Mm, We've got a bit of packing to do. Mm, And... Uh, I think it's quite funny that Cherry's main storyline this episode, uh, or three episodes in, is that she has never spent, still, that she's never spent a night away from her husband and kids. Uh, yeah, it's it's a lot. Do you know who I think will uh, really enjoy this is her husband and kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cherry. I No, that, that's a bit unfair, but I, I was, so I was quite quick to um, to judge because she told her son Marlo that she has a spreadsheet already. And I was like, that's a bit full on. But then I was like, actually, no, I am a, I'm, I'm a spreadsheet queen. Like if anyone's going to create a spreadsheet, it's a hundred percent. So, you know, power to you, get that shit organized and then have a good old time. It's quite weird how this, they sort of tag the start of the baby moon onto this episode. I mean, we just see them packing and there's not much to, really go over but we do see tango Aww. kyla's dog and Aww, he's so, so cute. cute tango's so Hi. cute i love me a french bulldogs tango was so cute kerry's a bit cute too i thought he was such a lovely a lovely like it was a nice moment there while while um kyla was packing and he just seemed sort of you know quite playful and quite fun so it was, was kind of cute but for me the thing that i loved was that we got to see a little bit of their their homes and their bedrooms and i was just I want to talk about this a little bit because Kyla's room was so gorgeous. It's got so gorgeous, beautiful, this beautiful blue and white color palette. It's bold sheet. You've got these floral touches, these pink and white orchids. Um, It's just like, it's a beautiful bedroom. And then we cut to Cherry's room, which is just 
beige. Like beige, beige, beige. <laughs> it was giving me spare bedroom. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> it was just giving me like a sort of inoffensive hotel room. Um, so, you know, I, I'm beginning to see a little bit, um, you know, we had that drama initially about uh, Kyla sort of telling Cherry to step up the fashion game while it might, <laughs> The, the interior design game might might need to come up a little bit as well. Yeah. <laughs> this whole segment was giving me um, Real Housewives of Sydney when Athena X was, um, she was packing to go on their trip to Port Douglas to Far North Queensland. And she was like talking to, I don't know, what's his name? Thanos or something, her husband. Thanos, her husband, yeah. yeah. Um, And she was real like hesitant on going away with these girls because she was not sure what was going to happen and all of this. And it was just another one of those filler scenes that it felt like. <laughs> well, Jackie was, Jackie was quite concerned about the drama between Jenna and Kyla and was kind of trying to tell Ben about it. I guess, you know, just to, to have someone to, to listen and, and, you know, appease her. But he just was like, oh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I can't, can't keep track. I was like, fucking helpful, Ben. Like just, just nod and say, it'll be fine, doll. There wasn't a lot to it, really. I mean, they just they get to where they're going. Yeah, no, we, we arrived in Cairns at Crystal Brook, Crystal Brook Flynn. It's a bit of a mouthful, but it's a, it's a pretty, pretty place. Um, but yeah, as you said, it's kind of like a weird, like end to the episode because it feels like it should be the start of next week. All we really got, um, was Angelie making a joke about speaking French because they're in Cannes. Cause it's like Cairns. I was like, okay. That is tragic. Honestly, for me, the best part of this episode was the preview for next episode. Because this baby moon, we get a little taste of it. And then the episode ends and we see that it really kicks off next week. And I'm very excited. (laughs) So in the next episode, we see a lot is going to go down on this girl's trip. The first thing we see is that Simone is popping off at Cherry for something. Very exciting. I'm really excited to see a bit of Simone Cherry drama because we haven't, neither of them have really been kind of in in the drama yet. So I think a, a bit of uh, a bit of spice from them is going to be very entertaining. The drama always kicks off when they're on these trips away together. So it's because it, it's stressful, right? You you're drinking, you're away from your comfortable your bed kids. and your kids <laughs> in your room for the and, first time. and like you know you're just around these people and they'll start to drive you mad so i'm i'm excited to see those walls kind of break down because i think we talked about last week so far they're kind of trying not to let the drama run away because they don't want that to be the drama of the season but i think this is when the cracks are gonna start uh, start showing in it. It's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna it, pop it, off. It's so funny. Can it's we... so funny we talk about that because from the start of the season until now, they kept showing previews of this pool party, and to me, it looked like some drama was going to happen at the pool party where it was going to kick off and stuff. But it just nothing happened. It just eventually... yeah, we've not really seen any teasers for the or any for the any, major everything drama. in the trailer. Yeah what we're just we've not seen anything so well it looks I mean, like next week there's a, a dinner that gets pretty heated i think this is the dinner where it looks like janet and kyla have some pretty pretty strong words so that'll be one to watch as well yeah they really seem to 
flare up at each other. This was my favourite part of the whole episode when Kyla in the preview said, There's something fucking wrong with you, seriously. Something fucking wrong with you. Honestly, I'm ready. I'm ready to see. And Janet goes, you're just a lying piece of shit. And Kyla goes, something's fucking wrong with you. Something's seriously fucking wrong with you. I can't wait. Like, this is what I'm waiting for. I can't wait to see Kyla and Janet go at it because they're my faves. So get me to next week already. Absolutely. Well, speaking of legendary uh, dinner party arguments, I think it's time for our segment that we call... I'm the fucking queen. We're the pool. Where we decide who is our queen of the week and who should go drown in the azure club pool. Respectfully. Respectfully. <laughs> should we start with you, Bina? Who is your queen of the week? My queen of the week is Janet. She really did the damn thing this episode. I loved her heartwarming moment with Jackie in the park. And I just, I felt her energy through the screen. And she really is starting to go in on Kyla. And I'm very excited to see her butt heads with Kyla next week. So Janet was also walking down Chapel Street. She had tequila. I'm obsessed. Jenna is without a doubt my queen of the episode. I love that. All right. And who should? Well, drown in the pool. Angelique, go drown in your communal pool. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not feeling her anymore. I think she's going to start to annoy me very quickly. I know producer Tammy felt kind of the same, just the way she was speaking to Gamble going, what the hell was in that bear Gamble? And just <laughs> in the preview for the next episode, she goes, oh, the Barbies' heads are going, and it's like, okay, you're calling the blonde girls Barbies. We get it. You're so smart. You've interviewed Kevin Spacey. (laughs) I know last week I said, I don't know how they're going to twist it to make Angelie seem annoying. I'm already sick of her. So, well, drown in the pool. (laughs) Chad, who's your queen of the week? Um, My queen of the week is um, actually Jackie this week. Oh, um, and for probably obvious shine, 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 shine it up. But for probably for um, obvious reasons, but um, I also have to give a special me- mention to Janet and Gamble. The way that they reacted to um, to Jackie's news was the whole thing was just so it was so lovely. it was just so lovely. But I'm I'm so happy for Jackie and um, this kind of journey she's been on, and we're seeing more of it and. Um, obviously it's come to an end where she's had her twins. Um, but yeah, it's Jackie for me this week. All right. Oh, and who is going to go drown in the pool? I'll get the lifeguard. You get the lifeguard because for me this week, it's the whole damn episode. It was just, <laughs> it was, it was a boot. Like I was waiting for something to happen. Nothing really happened. Um, the whole thing was pretty boring. No drama, but like we talked about ready for next week. Luke, how's your queen of the episode? All right, well, I don't know if this is against the rules, but there are rules, so I'll break them. I've got two queens this week. Um, One is Simone. I thought it's probably the first episode that we've seen her just really shine and really kind of um, come into her own. I loved loved all the kind of moments that we had with her this week. And then also my queen of the week is Kerry, because I think I've got a little crush doll. Oh my god. Kyla, I'm um, I'm coming for you for your man. I don't think she'll mind though. Oh, there's something yeah. fucking wrong with you, seriously. Something fucking wrong with you. The heart wants what it wants, doll. And Luke, how are you gonna go tower to drown in the pool this week? Well, 
I'm gonna tell Kyla to go drown in the pool this week because excuse me. Look, when she told off that waiter for <laughs> pouring the champagne wrong, I was with Gamble. Like, I don't give a fuck. You're just pouring it too slowly, doll. Like, it was all just sort of. Actually, actually, Luke, Luke, (laughs) I've seen you do a bit of this before, though. When we were out for dinner, we've been out for dinner before, where you've told the waiter to take the food back because it didn't have the dietary requirements, and we had to be the ones sitting at the other end of the table going, oh, Luke's going to pop off, Luke's going to pop off. (laughs) Oh, well, darling, I'll shit myself, so it's a little little different. It's 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 a fair point, but oh, she's coming for me today. I'm, I'm with Kyla on this. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, girls, the water's getting a bit cool, so I'm gonna head to the changing rooms and then I'm gonna go down the lift. But it's been a pleasure as always. Mm, I might stick around and hit the sauna first before I pop down. Oh, <laughs> I don't know, doll. The the building manager is giving us a bit of a side eye here. Look. Wondering when we should be leaving. The next booking's coming in. <laughs> Make sure you follow us on our Instagram, 71th Floor. We're also on TikTok, 71th Floor, and our Twitter, The71th Floor. It's been a pleasure, girls. I will see you next week. See you then. See you next week. Bye.